0: Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castillo and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at Hands off my podcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American, Pacific Islander, Black, Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps, the te me diga. Today's special guest is K Vachelin. He is an author, first book called Overcoming Obstacles and currently working on third book. He is wanting to change the narrative as it relates to the essential things we need in our lives. We're going to be discussing on being driven despite the circumstances and men's mental health awareness. Please welcome ever blessed K Lin. Nice to meet you.
1: Hello. Uh pleasures. Pleasure to meet you as well. Hello, everyone. Hello. Pleasure to meet each and every one of you. Yes, sir. That are watching.
0: <laughs> that are watching and listening. Yes. All uh, right. I'm gonna just gonna roll right into the questions, if you don't mind. All uh, right. So let's see. What does your future hold?
1: My future holds I I I'm trying to establish a legacy. Uh And my legacy is through writing. And I just want to be able to leave an imprint for generations to understand stuff that I dealt with as a kid. I dealt with as a man. I dealt with as a father, grandfather, and on and on. Because a lot of those things were not passed down throughout the centuries. So you have bits and pieces of the puzzles that's missing. And I think all that information is very critical for, you know, the generations behind us to see, you know, how do we endure or overcome situations in our life?
0: Right, exactly. Very nice. Very nice. I like that. So another question would be for your great, great grandchildren, is there any wisdom you want to pass on to them?
1: I want to pass on, don't quit
0: yes
1: that's the greatest wisdom i mean we have so much that comes that knock us down that try to distort our thoughts our process our being our psychic and and the greatest thing is don't quit as as hard as it may be don't quit Mm -hmm.
0: that's true that's true absolutely yeah i i I'm just thinking like down the road, like, what would I say? Because, I mean, as time goes by, there's more things that I like to tell them. And I think by the time I get of age uh, up there, I might even remember everything that I was going to say. Hey, by the way, (laughs) you know, I'll completely (laughs) forget what I was going to say, you know. So you did mention that you were an upcoming author or are you currently on a couple of books, correct?
1: Yes. So I've written two books one book is published and that's overcoming an obstacle and basically the book just entails from my childhood to my adolescent years young adult years and uh when I joined the military just obstacles that came that the average person probably would have threw in the towel and said forget it <laughs> uh, right. but I was just trying to say you know these things are going to come mm-hmm. what you do next is solely up to you Oh, and yeah. You can't you can't put it on nobody else, regardless of what they did, how they did it. It's solely up to you on what you do next. So that was the first book. Uh, the book that I'm currently in publication with is called The Silence of a Black Man, The Resilience of a Black Man from a Black Man's perspective.
0: So. Wow. Yeah. So that I think that would be a great way to hand over some knowledge to your great, great grandchildren as well. Because I mean, Yes. Um, like I just mentioned, I probably won't remember everything that I was like, hey, you know, uh <laughs> right. I would have too much to to remember because I've had a pretty interesting life as well. So okay. <laughs> so <Great>. another yeah, <laughs> so another question is what are the most important lessons you've learned in life?
1: The most important lessons in life, I have I I was raised by two women, my great grandmother and my grandmother and what i mean raised meaning like the intro years uh, the 3 to 5 that's when they say you really become inquisitive and uh they were very staunch christians mm-hmm. and and they they believed and they no was never an answer that they allowed they always found a way around whatever situation to make them understand how life is wisdom my gra- my grandmother used to tell me Sometimes just be quiet. People just want to have someone they can talk to. You don't always have to give your opinion because your opinion not always is accepted. So just Mm -hmm. be quiet. And that was a hard lesson because I'm trying to say something to her. And she's like, you didn't call me for that. Shut your mouth. (laughs) So just little tad bits of stuff that they shared with me. And I couldn't see it then. But Mm as I matured in age, I see it a lot more. And I was like, wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. So. Those just little nuggets that I keep and I, you know, I try to share with my kids and they go, oh, man, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, OK, just yeah. pray you li- just pray you live to get this age. It's going to yeah. come back to hunt you. Yeah, so. wait.
0: Yeah. Wait till yeah. it comes around. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Where can our listeners connect with you online?
1: So currently I I just do a lot of Facebook. I, I did a podcast uh, on YouTube probably a few weeks ago. Uh, but a lot of what I do now is just on Facebook. I haven't really gotten out to do more uh, audio stuff because of my books. I just want to really get those done. So when the book's out, people going to have the questions. I can answer those questions and have a platform. But I'm in the process now of creating a platform where I do something probably every Tuesday and uh, probably go live. At a location, uh, I spoke with the owner about doing. So that's what that's what I'm kind of like in the process of doing. So
0: pretty cool. Yes, that is awesome. Yes. Yeah, let me know because I like to stay in the loop on that. That'll be pretty cool. Yes. So, how would you describe your perfect day?
1: Well, my perfect day is chaotic.
0: Yes, that's when a perfect I, day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I, What I mean by chaotic. uh, I learned from Damien, uh, I think it's the on, I can't remember his name, John, that always take the first 15 minutes out to start your day out to yourself. Most people take their first 15 minutes and they on their phone, checking their email, doing all that. And he's like, take time out the first 15 minutes to mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, whether it be a cup of coffee, whether it be relax, whatever it be. Just take the first 15 minutes out. So for me, the first 15 minutes of my day is downloading. And what I mean by downloading, just downloading how I feel, what I want to get done for that day and just going Mm -hmm. and not stopping. So that's what my day look like. It's just chaotic. So I can't put it in perspective. I just say, I'm going to do this today and I go do it. And if I see something along the way that I think needs my attention, I just jump in and do it and push everything back so chaotic
0: chaotic Chaotic. but yeah it's like a beautiful disaster but in a way
1: (laughs) Uh, a painting of mozart
0: there you go there you go yes now do you have any additional information that you'd like to share
1: I, i just spoke last night to a group of men i'm really just trying to speak to the heart of men Mm-hmm. And most of my books are about that. It's nothing against women, but it's just saying, men. I know because I was wounded. How do we have that accountability? Who can we go to? And a lot of times just being confident in who you talk to and not have to worry about, oh, he going to tell this person. he going to tell that person mm-hmm. because we have a lot of what I found out in our culture. We have a lot of secrets. Mm-hmm. And we're not willing to reveal that not knowing the impact it may have on someone in our family or someone in their generation so uh men health mental health is important and we deal with that strong so uh i just encourage men and, and women mm-hmm. women do it more so than men to get help mm-hmm. don't take it lightly because you know things can progress real fast and then now it's like what do you had a chance to do it why didn't you do it mm-hmm, so right. uh, so i just want to encourage people to really take serious note about their help and get help don't wait do it
0: for men it's almost a taboo it's something that they they prefer not to discuss because it's almost as if they have their emotions on their sleeve when they were in some cultures they were taught not to show their emotions because it was considered a weakness so, um, I mean, I might be in the wrong in my perception, but, um, could you tell me a little bit more about some of the things that men should do and how they should reach out?
1: So part of the book that printed, I'm talking about we don't have those places. Mm-hmm. We don't have a trust factor when it comes to men, because the average man who you consider your friend he wants to do everything but really help you and what i mean by that like if you say i'm dealing with something it's let's go have a drink let's go smoke let's go hang out let's do everything but be attentive to what's the concern and a lot of times men leave wounded and they come back worse and a lot of times it's because there's not you know it was old saying let the younger men go to the elders. Well, if the younger men are afraid to go to the elders, who do they go to? Mm-hmm. They don't have no one to go to. And quite naturally, relationships are are busted because the man don't understand his role and quite naturally not knowing the role, he does what quite naturally the average man does, blow off communication, which is very important. So I say the mental aspect, a lot of it, what I come to understand, it goes back to their childhood. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. So uh there's actually situations that are going on now where men are actually coming out, but they're not coming out in, in, in droves. They're not coming out in large numbers because here again, you don't want to be perceived as weak. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be perceived as vulnerable. You don't want to be uh, perceived as someone that's soft. So the, the eyes of a man, you have to be that macho man. But that's mm-hmm. not true. You should be able to cry. You should be able to mourn. You should be able to do all those things. Your emotions should not be tucked in your heart, where your heart is pounding. Release, release, release. Mm-hmm. So, from from that standpoint, a lot of mental and and, and and emotional things are tied into men and where they go and where their direction is at. And until they have that one or two people that they can reach out to, all you—I mean—it's like you keep plugging away. Hopefully. You know, it hits a uh, payday, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I really agree that, uh, that's something that we and men should just find a way to work together. And I mean, it's something that it takes a lot of time. It's, that's a lot of many years and generations of just constantly being told, uh, you know, it might not, be accepted or might not be um, allowed to show your emotions. And that's something that we all need to work on. And if that's something where men have to work together and I just, I would love to, I would love to see men get more involved in being human. You know, they're not robots. You know, we're wow. all, we all have emotion. It's, it's okay to be angry, wow. but, but how, to be constructive. But in, how can we, right right
1: it's like you have to break the norm i always say we have to come out of the box and a Mm -hmm. lot of times when this box mentality and men the average man doesn't read so he's not looking to get deeper into just information to uh i call information overload Mm -hmm. you know i say as long as you're living you're learning and then i understood as long as you live and you have to evolve Evolve me, accept someone else's definition. Bring it to your definition and grow from that and just go. You know, it's always a competition. It don't have to be a competition. Mm-hmm. You know, we all don't know everything. So some things I don't know, we have to be willing to learn and give credence to the person that knows and hope that person is not so snotty that they look down when you ask, you know, it's mm-hmm. like we should be helping each other. And the hindrance is we trying to tear each other down when we need help. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I I mean, my biggest thing, that's all I've been doing. I have a few friends I follow up with and they think I'm crazy. But I call them like, hey, man, you ain't make your appointment today. Why? (laughs) Man, I'm going to do it, man. No, no, no. You told me that yesterday. That's the that's the conversation. That's what women do. Let yes. me follow up that girlfriend, girl. You said you was gonna do it. Why you didn't do it? <laughs> exactly. You know, and they ain't letting you get off the phone. Where men, you say, man, you said you are gonna do this appointment. What happened? Well, man, something came up. No, why? 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 Mm-hmm. It's like you that nagging friend, but they know you care. Yes. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't call them and say, hey, man, why you didn't do that? That that resonate more than anything. And at the end of the day, they appreciate that. So, yeah,
0: that is very true. That is yeah. very true. So what are the things what things could you point out as a um, kind of a bullet points on how men can approach uh, this type of mental health awareness that if they need to check themselves, what are the things that they would need to do to they see the the warning signs or how are they able to um, call out or, or Say something about that they do need help, ideas or suggestions.
1: So I would say the first thing first, know your friends, know who you can really call a friend mm-hmm. and have that conversation with one or two of them. Not, I mean, not why you drinking, not why you out relaxing, have that conversation, whether it's over dinner or lunch, whether it's outfit, just something where you can get two or three men. And you sit down with them and and you just say, man, I just need to be open and transparent and share and just tell just tell them I trust you, man. And I'm not opening up because I want sympathy. I'm opening up because I value who you are in my life. That 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 makes more sense. And then put the put the accountability in a in hand. Hey, mm-hmm. man, I want I want you to be I want to be accountable to you, man. And just let that go. And then follow up, you know, whether it be two weeks, whether it be one month, have a follow-up time and make the appointment. Whatever you do, make the appointment. It's like you're putting yourself on, on notice. I'm tired of living like this. I'm on notice.
0: Right. I did
1: it. A friend of mine, uh, I was at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. My ex came into my life, left, and uh, I had nowhere to go took the money, took the cars and I'm sitting there like, man, what I'm gonna do stay in another state, have no family. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, come stay with me. It took me to check my, my pride cause we got a lot of pride to say, how can I go to this guy's house? I ain't got nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. And man, don't worry about it. Come on. And that was the beginning process of me saying, you know what? All this trying to be macho at the end of the day, it don't get you nowhere. Mm-mm. And I just opened up, and we meet. Uh, we meet twice a week. Ooh, okay. And uh, we, uh, an author that he he had me start reading was Dave Aldrich, Wounded Warrior. Hmm. It's it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And I've done this series probably three or four times in the last ten years because you can never again. You can never get it. You can never get enough. Mm-hmm. It's like you always refurbishing yourself, you're always renewing yourself. So, if you're renewing yourself, renew your spirit, your body, your mind. Wow. So,
0: I am so glad that you were able to share this with me because that is something that we do not like to talk about. And I it needs to be shared. It needs to be out there in the open that it is something that anybody can do as long as they have, like you said, they have a good friend, right. they have someone that they confide in and, you know, sit down and over coffee or just have themselves unplugged, no electronics. Right, you, right. you gotta do the old fashioned way, sit on a couch or sit across the table from each other and just right. you know, that's something it really needs to be done because the longer you wait, like you said, the harder it is to get out of that. And then, you know, I'm not sure what the percentage of, of rate of of men ending their lives on their own accord.
1: It's high. It's over it's over fifty percent.
0: Yeah. And that takes, that's completely part of that. That has to be, it has to be. And that's something that we need to, we have to look at, look at that and become more involved in your male friends or acquaintances or your husband or your partner's lives. You know, it's just, it's really deep that we have to take a step back. Our lives are so busy, you know, not like don't our think parents about or, right 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 we don't think about it until we hear it on the news that some guy decided to do this and he you know he ended his life and he sometimes unfortunately brought people along with him yeah. and that's a, a very saddening occurrence that's happening a lot and so I'm glad that you're actually bringing this up and you you are writing about this and you are getting involved in you know, doing meetings and conferences and events with men. I think that's the that's a wonderful step. I'm very happy to meet you because not that many people really, you know, talk about that. And it, it needs to be.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I uh, if you if, if you ever get a chance reading my book there's a lot of stuff from generations that went on mm-hmm. and you asking questions like just say your nine-year-old son asking these questions and you like you trying to avoid the qu- the questions and he keep asking and it's like what do I do what do I do and you know I'm a southerner so southern people hold they've hidden stuff that's important for years, Mm -hmm. they go to the grave, Mm -hmm. not knowing the impact it can have on a child, a grandchild, a great grandchild. All that's very important, yet they feel like it's not important to share that stuff. Just trying to change the narrative, you know, and if one person can do it and it catches fire, great, but somebody has to be willing to do it and not feel like it's so overwhelming. I have no one. We Mm -hmm. all have someone. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest thing, like I said, with men is pride. Because one thing a lot of men I can tell you won't do, Jasmine, they won't admit they're wounded. Mm -hmm. They won't. They rather go have a drink. They rather go to the club. They rather go gam. They rather do everything but admit they're wounded. And you can see the reflection or the resemblance in everything that they do because, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't have that 15 minutes where they're meditating and getting their self together. They're just like, man, I ain't get this done. I need to do this. I ain't get this. Done. I ain't, you know, it's like, man, just calm down, relax. Yeah. Something inside of you.
0: Yeah. I That's think right. when it comes to materialistical priorities, or I guess we consider them priorities, but. Our mental health is a priority that should be like pinned right up on top of everything else. Like you said, the 15 minutes before the day starts, that should be the moment to just kind of reflect what needs to be tended to on a mental health level. If you need to reach out to your friends, you know, your guy friends or, or someone, you know, who is dealing with that
1: and get clinical help. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy last night at a men's conference was saying You know what? Stop going to your pastor thinking your pastor is the therapist. Go to a licensed therapist. Go to someone that went to school for it to get the correct answers you need. And don't be so ashamed or bashful. Just go and do it because it's going to make a lasting impact on your life. Mm -hmm. It can release stress. It can release hypertension. You know, it can release a whole lot of things that you have, but you got to do it. So, yeah. I mean, I see a therapist and most mm-hmm. people laugh and I'll be like, that's probably the best money I paid.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a,
1: your, your healthy. You your know? health
0: is an investment. I mean, that's an investment that's worthwhile. Absolutely.
1: Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well,
0: yeah. Well, I've I've done therapy for, and I've done with my sons, too, when they were having issues in school. I mean, there's. There's a lot of situations that kids go through they're not they're not aware of how to deal with it, especially right. with like bullying or or stress and stuff like that. so we have to go through that as well it's right. like right. it starts young, and the longer you wait, it just seems to just burden you and it you're carrying like literally a world on your shoulder right, right. of all that you know stress and and it just becomes even deeper where you become you get involved in depression and manic depression, and right? Yeah, amongst other things that are especially if you have like PTSD from the military or from other s- situations yes. where horrible occurrences or horrible incidents that uh, that occurred in your life and you just can't bounce back. But I'm I'm so grateful to talk with you about this because I'm
1: grateful for you having me. <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely.
1: I just encourage you to keep plugging. I think you're on to something. When I say on to something, being able to have a platform to talk about real life situations, real life issues is more needed in our daily life. A lot of times we don't get this information. So I just encourage you. I know the men aspect, the more you look into it, and probably some of your future listeners, or I mean, your future guests will probably tap into that and you'll just be amazed at you know the impact that it has because I think just today you're probably gonna have an impact. Mm-hmm. But the impact can become greater just by sharing that little one or two moments to talk about that because it's important. And the more people hear about it, the more they'll be charged or engaged to want to try to do it because that's important.
0: Right. That is my goal. I, I want everyone to grow um, either spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, that's something that I've always strived for. And Mm -hmm. I am so excited that I'm able to, you know, share to the world something that is in dire need of learning and understanding that men's mental health is as important as any other person. It's, it's amazing that it, it has a lot to do with, Like you said, the generations of this constant thinking its a norm. And we're going to nip it in the bud. That's what we're going (laughs) to do. We're going to nip it. I'm hoping it's just in the nick of time for someone who's saying, you know what? I got nothing. I got no one to talk to. I got nowhere to go. And all of a sudden, here you go. We got a podcast that will say, you know what? That's not the case. That's That's not
1: the case.
0: You said you have a website or a facebook page Can yes some-
1: so my facebook page is actually my name kerry lynn uh i i i promote a I i mean i i put a lot of different messages on my page mm-hmm. uh, i'm a part of other groups so uh i'm probably here in the near future gonna start just something with k Vacial lynn similar to what you're doing but not to that extent to really be able to you know, offer that voice for people that really want to. They, you know, if they're talking to you or listening and they hear, oh, how can I get a hold of that guy? And they go look up the information and they see some of the stuff that I've done or doing, they might be willing to be engaged more. So I, that's the process I'm working on.
0: Yeah, I want, even though I am the voice to the world. I'm wanting to encourage other people to voice out. That's the whole goal. And they're learning from something from this podcast and from any platform. Hopefully that your voice can be heard and yes. we are encouraging. We are supporting that. Yeah. You know,
1: so hopefully listeners, she'll have me back again. Mm-hmm. And when she have me back the next time, maybe the book could be completed at that time and I can share some inserts from the book. So other than that, again, I thank you, Jasmine, for having Thanks. me. You're thank very you, welcome. Listeners, and yes, I sir. look forward to hearing and reaching out to you again.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for your time. <laughs> Do the
1: same. Thank you very much.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Again, my name is Jasmine, also known as DJ Jim Jam. Thank you so much for enjoying my podcast. If you're wanting to be promoted for the next podcast that I have, I am also a voiceover artist. That website is Voice.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.